0: hi i got a tape i want to play
1: just what do you think you're doing Dave?
0: your move creep take me to the volcano so why don't you make like a tree
1: and get out of here come with me if you want to live this town needs an enema i can't i need a bacchanomy yes that's a human ear all right i got a bad feeling about this So it's come to this. Oh, it has come to this, my friends. That was my guy I got the intro. On that one, I jumped. Well on done! It. I well jumped done. on it. Yeah, no, I was, I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you. Uh, this is Charlie. And this is Eric, and uh, we're just a couple of guys. A couple of guys who, who like to watch. We movies. like watching movies so much, <laughs> and uh, we're here to talk about a few more of them. Um, we always watch more and more. <laughs> and uh, I'm kind of excited about today because we're doing kind of this cool double feature that which we uh, didn't.
0: It was kind of luck of
1: the it kind of fluked out that way yes, into a into yeah. a nice pairing. Uh, this is going to be kind of our James Cameron uh, episode. As yeah it were, um because we both just recently separately saw Titanic Alita. and <laughs> Avatar <laughs> Saw a little film called Alita Battle Angel which uh Cameron wrote and produced and mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez directed yeah and then uh we're going to get into uh a Cameron classic later ooh and Ben's Ben's, Ben's got engineer the anime. Ben just showed us that he's got the the, uh, the anime Alita anime which is called Battle Angel Alita I've for some reason, Cameron's like, flip it. Alita Battle Angel. He needs a... Uh, we need a name
0: first. A, Cameron needs an either A title or a T title. Yeah, that's it. That's He's all got he's, the Abyss, no B title. Avatar, oh, no B Alita. Titles. It's aliens. It's like battling. Yeah, aliens. <laughs> and T's. It's like Terminator, Titanic. You know, true you know, Lies. True Lies. Holy cow, you're right. Dude loves T and A. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god is he pulling the greatest prank ever he has done he's done one big tna joke that's ran for 35 years now
1: yeah (laughs) so he's like
0: battle angel alita that's gonna need to be changed it's not gonna
1: work oh my god that's i'm surprised
0: it wasn't alita angel battle absolutely or just alita yeah could have just been alita Alita.
1: oh man cameron man and then the sequel would have been alitas with an S. And yeah. Then... <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, this was the movie that just bombed uh, earlier this year. Yeah, what a drag. Already out? Yeah, I guess it's it's still maybe out somewhere. It's what, st- well, well, we saw we the, saw the bargain houses, theater, yeah. so yeah. Uh, as every episode, we talk about seeing a movie at Third Street. But uh, yeah, this one quickly went there because I think it bombed. Um, and it was expensive. It was a $200 million yeah. sci-fi based on a manga, based yeah. on an anime. Uh, with Cyborgs and Motorball and really yeah. way far out there stuff. And um, it's one of those where I think we found out last year with uh, Ghost in the Shell, and we keep finding out that American audiences really don't want to revisit the anime of they, 25 years ago. Yeah, I think old they're... anime stuff has... bought like.
0: Even, like, Speed Racer was a huge right. bomb, and that's a pretty cool flick, actually.
1: Yes, that's a fun one, That's too. a really underrated this movie. kind of reminded me of Speed Racer mm-hmm. a lot more than Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell was a very dark—Ben, uh, we saw it last year. Great movie, cool visuals, but a very different kind of tone. Yeah, this, yeah, this was... definitely does have—well, you get the whole racing vibe with the motorball, well, obviously,
0: yeah. except now you have really great— Twenty nineteen effects, yes, instead of oh five or whenever Speed Racer. Came yeah, out. you can see the uh the two hundred million dollars on the yeah, screen. Speed it's... Racer tanked. That Final Fantasy movie right. that tanked. That was a bad movie. I remember liking it, but <laughs> we'll have no. we'll have to do a revisit no. of that. That'll <laughs> no, put butts in the we seats. We don't have to do that. <laughs> but so basically, and and. Aeon Flux for American anime, oh, that yeah. movie bombed. Yeah. Literally yeah. anime translated, unless it's a
1: Miyazaki movie. They just haven't figured it out, gonna, I guess. is going to just die. I mean, even back in the day, it was kind of a niche thing. Like, we, I, you know, I had friends who were really into it, so I watched my fair share of uh, Trigon and, and mm. you know, Cowboy Bebop and that stuff sure. that came up. But even that, that's you, that was only on at like 1 a.m. on the Adult Swim kind yeah. of stuff. It's uh, so... Yeah, I'm not sure why you would give 200 million dollars to this kind of small. I mean, not small. I can only in Japan. I'm sure it's huge. But I can only assume it's just not big here because
0: Cameron is about as sure thing money maker, yeah. as you can get for genre
1: films. Well, apparently he's, he had the rights to this since it came for a long out. Like, time. Since it happened in the 90s, yeah, and I'd either just for whatever reason was doing Titanic, and then no, the, so the has reason been doing is Avatar. He's a guy, which. Uh, it's kind of crazy how many
0: James Cameron movies I absolutely love. When you look at his breadth of work, because I mean, I didn't like Avatar, and that's really been it right. for him. Other yeah. than, but he's such an amazing pioneer with his like he's a Peter Jackson kind of guy who keeps advancing uh, digital uh-huh. uh, ways to film effects and all this. Like, and uh, it's it's crazy that this guy who's made literal billions. He's been like, no, I'm going to work on some documentaries for a while and just advance these camera techniques. And Peter Jackson did. There was always a new technique he was using for each big money movie. Right. Looking back over Cameron's 80s and 90s, though, it's like, geez, these are all like amazing genre flicks. So I think uh, that what I heard was he had Alita and he wanted to wait to make it until the effects were up to what he wanted it to look like. And then he realized, oh, I'm going to be making Avatar films now for the rest of my life right. i'm never gonna do this i
1: heard that yeah avatar was the same way it's a story he had but had, had had for a while but then was waiting for the tech and it's like he understood well in 10 years the technology will be where i want it which is pretty crazy yeah
0: which is nuts which um, means he's the true proper visionary for the terminator because right. he's causing <laughs> this to happen he knows more than anybody right and he's getting us to well we're robot slaves or dead now <laughs> he's getting us to that point That's, while
1: talking about it yeah Pretty much. Uh, as far as the movie Alita, though, yeah, I, uh, despite it bombing, I, I thought it was pretty fun. I, I heard a lot of reviews saying it was boring or yeah. uh, bad. You know, the the romance is not great in it, and I don't like the character of Hugo very much. Yeah, he is and, kind of a meathead. That he's he's the love dude. interest, and he, he does nothing for me. But I liked Alita, the character, the actress who played her. Uh, the fight scenes were great. Robert Rodriguez yeah. does, does a great Rob- job filming this, and and putting these scenes together and they feel like James Cameron fight scenes, especially that bar Mm -hmm. fight. Oh yeah. Um, The most impressive thing about the fights,
0: a thing we talk about a lot on the podcast and off of the podcast is how so many directors don't know how to film action or fights so it just looks like this muddy mess of bodies. Right. Or you, too many cuts and, yeah, and you can't follow too quick, the action. Black Panther, man. The last 10-minute battle. Oh, It yeah. just looked like a series of quick-cut close-ups on human body mass. Right. You had no idea if anybody had an advantage.
1: Just things moving or in different was, directions. Yeah, yeah.
0: And stuff like Inception is just like there's 35 people on screen and I have no idea where any of them are shooting or yeah no it looks one, ter- No one yeah, can't no shoot one's action
1: been doing that. Uh, I remember Batman begins just being like so many messy nuts, fights yeah, that you just they look, look we'll like it.
0: jumbles of men. And right? so then you get this movie like Alita, where it has tons of quick moving action and huge spills of you know bodies flying all around. And I always got the exact sense of where they were, right. what they were doing, who had an advantage,
1: how they were interacting. Because there's these cyborg. It's it's basically all cyborgs in this movie. Yeah, and even
0: humans have some cyborg replacement. Right, they'll have and an arm
1: or, or a, a leg or whatever. But yeah, it's
0: 300 years in in the future. Right, and set.
1: Alita's basically all cyborg. Uh, but there's these cyborgs that have tentacles and uh, you know buzzsaws. Yeah, they look like a child's imagination just kind of explodes but yeah he's able to film the way they're moving and interacting with each other to uh make it exciting but also easy to yeah easy it's to like follow. this
0: crazy version of the stored uh heads in futurama <laughs> yeah where it, now everybody has like this crazy robot exoskeleton bodies that some of the people are absolutely massive right with like like they're built like actual tanks or, yeah, huge robot claw arms like uh, right. with it's, saw.
1: It's like those and, battle bots. Yeah, it's they're bas- all like they're battle, battle, bots, battle bots. But they all
0: have like human brains and yeah. faces and emotions. And, um, and some emotions, <laughs> yes. And, and so there's uh, yeah. a. But so from this movie in the trailers, it was one that me and I think I and a lot of other people were turned off by Alita's appearance because she's made to look like anime girl brought to life kind of thing right as the big eyes and the big eyes, the big eyes i think turned a lot of people off mm-hmm. uh including me when i saw the, the trailer And just like eh, gonna be skipping that and right. i didn't know it was james cameron or robert rodriguez uh i didn't i only knew christoph waltz was in it because you could hear it. when a trailer's happening i usually just play on my phone because i right. don't i don't like trailers really. yeah you don't want to get too into them yeah and uh, I can just obviously hear Christoph Waltz right. talking. You about... are a leader. Yeah. <laughs> so, Angel. So, uh, I knew it was something like that. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, it hit Third Street, the bargain cinema, and I had a couple hours to kill. And, uh, man, it just so exceeded my expectations. Yeah. And I think mainly because, and I said this with Bumblebee too, it's going to sound like a weird <laughs> thing that I only watch You're movies a nerd. for is it's the reason. <laughs> the girl who played Alita, you could get a great personal connection to her. She was very charming. Um she had a really good voice and her voice acting was really good. Like she gave Alita a really good personality. And I think if she was more robotic, the film would have been a lot drier.
1: Yeah. That's like, kind of what happened with Ghost in the Shell. scarlett Johansson just was very monotone in her performance and Alita really yeah she she has the spirit of the young girl who's rediscovering things because she's got amnesia so she's yeah kind she of doesn't remember anything everything after she's brought back to life at the beginning but um I'll just you know breeze yeah. past that like like <laughs> yeah. they do in the movie yeah the movie starts and it's just like he, uh, Christoph Waltz finds her like in a junkyard and then five minutes later she's walking around like, what's this? Chocolate? Yum! <laughs> yeah! They really get through the
0: through the growing pain stages pretty quick. And yeah, Within characters. two minutes she's like walking outside wearing like cut off jean yeah. shorts and just
1: oh, these fitting are my clothes. in with, uh, yeah. fitting no, in totally with Americans. Like, oh, you gotta try this. And it's like, uh, yeah, all the characters just walk up like, well, you know what happened is blah, 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 exposition, yeah, exposition. We, we get
0: through, which is at the end of the movie, was I was fine. really thankful for. Yeah. Because they fit a so another a thing I'm really impressed by not just um you'll have to pull up the name of the actress. Yeah. I've, the only thing I've the seen main, the gal the main Alita. girl who played uh, Alita. Rosa Sal-
1: Salazar. Salazar. Rosa yeah, Salazar. She was in
0: this really funny show, uh, Man Seeking Woman, mm. with Jay Baruchel and her, she was like a love interest for a while, and that's the only thing I'd seen her in. But she was just super personable it was a really great casting
1: yeah she was great um she really makes i mean it's a make or break kind of a thing if you don't care about alita then yeah you're you, not gonna care you have any to of this <laughs> there's a lot of cheesiness it can and, uh, it, it would
0: it could have been an, a very bad movie with a poor lee as lead. like you said yeah. if it was somebody that was just reading the role slightly different yeah even the same voice same presence like it really needed a perfect emotional read Um, Um, And what I really loved uh, other than her was this felt like a better mapped out Star Wars movie, like where you got a sense of the entire world. You got a sense of what had happened in the 300 years since their war. And you're thrown into all these characters where you can immediately figure out the universe. Totally. and and how each class relates to the universe
1: and a lot of limbs get cut off in this movie too a lot of so limbs very Star Wars in that yeah <laughs>
0: a lot of people losing arms in battles <laughs> with other creatures yeah <laughs> um and because it's a big movie even though it's all set in kind of one place but oh, yeah. there's a just like Star Wars uh, Lucas loves to you know especially since he has the digital technology now loves to crowd every street. Yeah. With tons of people. But in that one, it just... Lucas always seemed, like, to like... Hey, check out us. Using this digital technology. Right. Here's a bunch of shit happening that is really <laughs> distracting in the background. You'd have, like, seven comedy bits going on right. and, like...
1: Or just, like, this is uh, the walrus alien. This uh-huh. is the... Uh... It's elephant alien yeah. you know <laughs>
0: and they accidentally bump into all each other and make a grunting interlocks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my god And this is all just happening behind us so alita really crowds the screen with people and stuff but in a natural city vibe yeah it, 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 it kind felt... reminded me of like the fifth
1: element that's yeah that realization or like of blade the city runner there. oh you yeah. know where there's a lot going on but yeah it all fits and again it was just there the way the sequences were mapped out it's like the one I always, uh, the one I'm thinking of now is that motorball sequence where everyone's trying to kill her at, during this futuristic game, which is basically rollerball. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, is kind it, of a, that was a cool like, uh, you know, cyberpunk kind of a sure. sequence there. But but she's got to get to the old church, so she busts through the screen. The camera focuses on the old church back at her, and you're like, all right, I know exactly where we're going, uh-huh. what we're doing, and that just made that scene enjoyable because you don't have to worry about figuring out what's going on. Sometimes I just like to have stuff spoon-fed to me. I think a lot of yeah. people criticize this movie for spoon-feeding you. And it's like, I don't want to have to figure out Alita. I don't want to have to put yeah. my mind to this thing. I think I it really. enjoy d- it.
0: I think it did a good job of skipping to, quote, the good parts. Right. I had an emotional attachment to her. You, They peppered in the
1: right amount of flashback, you know, space throughout. Oh, those few flashback scenes where she's fighting on the moon yeah that was sick they're really I was like, cool i want that and they're i want and, a whole movie of that and that was the, sick. well the problem is you can <laughs> te- on the moon. yeah i was like mm, i want that. that one. well you
0: can tell sadly that they were spacing these out and showing just glimpses mm-hmm. because the whole movie clearly sets up for there to be one or two sequels oh yeah which, because it bombed, no, kind of we're a pretty ending. much not getting. Yeah,
1: exactly. But uh,
0: like, it's clearly okay. yeah. You don't you don't get you get the sense that the movie's direction would have been different if it knew it had to wrap up in one movie. And it's not like it ends on a cliffhanger. It can end the way it ends, right? But you get the sense that they're setting up future redemptions, absolutely, that we won't get to see now. Not now. Uh, but that's all. Right. But yeah, like you said, the action of a sequence. They go on this huge. Yeah, rollerball, roller derby, futuristic right. chase through the whole city. Yeah. And, like, off of buildings and off of infrastructure. But you always get a full sense of the city and where... And this is a chase involving, like, eight other people mm-hmm. of varying sizes. And you always get a sense of where every racer is, how much of a threat they are. It's an, It was super impressive action sequences totally. Uh, for... CGI, which we typically lean more practical effects on our interests. Right. But for CGI, this was among the best. I thought it looked better than any of the Star Wars stuff, Mm -hmm. the new Star Wars stuff. Yeah. I think the the
1: CGI and the graphics looked really seamless. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty flawless. I'm struggling to think of any moment where I was kind of taken out of it. Um, It, Some some of the, I mean, still uh, some of the green screens kind of stuff. When they're on the streets and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean,
0: when, it, when so much is going to be animated, that's, that's me like looking, for but we're people, also so at a right? point where movies like uh spider verse or the best Pixar stuff can animate real life so well, right? Like Pixar can make water look amazing in its animated. So we're kind of at that weird blend of cartoon with yeah. human and the movie kind of plays well as like a realistic cartoon. It I is, thought
1: it is very cartoony, yeah, and the character designs and stuff are mm-hmm. very much so.
0: And I thought the Alita character was good enough that I was constantly questioning, like the the animations and CGI were good enough that I was constantly questioning how much of a percentage split it was, like how much is fake CGI mm-hmm. and how much is the actress playing it. And I think you're right. I think it's just like an Andy Circus situation I think
1: so. because of the eyes and the way the and the and the everything. I'm pretty sure. If you looked found some behind the scenes, she's just all dotted up like Andy Circus. Yeah. Moving around. Which is that's a but big risk yeah. to
0: get a girl like that who I mean, Andy Circus, that's what he does. <laughs> that's that's what he's right. been doing for thirty years right. now. He's a pioneer in that. Yeah. Right? Like that's his thing. And so to be like, Well, we need an actress that so needs to duplicate surprised they didn't this. get Andy for Yeah. It. <laughs> Honestly, like, hey, you can be like a twenty year old girl, right? Do Got it. it. Got it. It's like, <laughs> it's like I do monkeys. I know
1: monkeys. <laughs> I haven't studied women. Well, what about the rest of this cast? I mean, you, you mentioned Dude. Christoph Waltz, yeah. Oscar winner, uh, Jennifer Connelly, my girl Jennifer Dude, Connelly. You was guys in this. don't Oscar know Charlie. Uh, Charlie,
0: may, I guess maybe not as much anymore, just because she's not as she's post screen time well, as much.
1: I don't see her as much in movies. She anymore. still works a lot. Yeah. she
0: just does movies that I don't
1: but watch. But back in the day, The Rocketeer, dude, Charlie was uh, over the moon. And then, for and then Jennifer later Kyle. in the nineties, you had Dark City, yeah, which is like insane. And
0: we, what's crazy is we didn't even see
1: Phenomena until oh, two yeah. years ago. Yeah, exactly. And, but and, you know, Labyrinth, you know, oh as a Labyrinth, kid, I watched a bunch. You know, uh, and then I have this movie of her with her and Frank Whaley called oh. Career Opportunities. Yeah. That was, where, a, that was a Hughes movie. Uh, that was th- a John he, Hughes. I think he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, That's he, an underrated uh, flick. They they get locked in like a Target overnight, and some guys t- are trying to rob the Target. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. <laughs> man, I'd I love, love to, to do a Career Opportunities
0: episode. Oh, definitely. No, she's great. That was like her as the cool teen with a little dark side yeah. Like to her. That was yeah. fun. And so it was cool seeing her in this because, like I said, for someone – You know, won an Oscar and has worked steadily. She just hasn't been showing up in things that I go too far out of my way to see. Yeah.
1: Well, then you got a third Oscar winner in uh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Is in this movie. Who
0: is now in in every movie that I
1: watch at the theater, apparently. And True Detective. And True Detective. (laughs) Uh, Did you know Jackie Earl Haley was the big guy? Dude, I didn't know until the
0: credits. Yeah. He's like the main. Jackie Earle Haley's the main villain, and he's a guy I who mean thug
1: kind of a big yeah big cyborg guy. Yeah, talk all, about all one obviously. of our
0: all time coolest career resurgences. Yeah, I mean that guy went from not acting to suddenly being an Oscar nominated dude fourteen years out of the business. Yeah,
1: and he's been, yeah he's Oscar nominated.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just, for little children. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was a gr- I mean what a comeback role, and that was. Thirteen years ago, and he's done nothing but turn in solid character work, right? Solid roles, some big villain stuff. I didn't recognize Watchmen, him though. Uh, yeah, well, he was. He great was in Watchmen, obviously. If you like Watchmen, I think it's because it's of because it. Right? That's yeah. that's why I liked Watchmen. Yeah, I think he elevated that like few performances.
1: Definitely, he was amazing. Yeah,
0: and so ever since, Rorschach. really, ever since Little Children and Rorschach, yeah. he's been a guy that I follow. Just, and then it's like, I had no idea it was him until the yeah. credits. I liked the villain, but it's such a crazy, weird, giant, hulking, meathead yeah. role. You never, yeah, I, and it, he's such a tiny, he's an intimidating tiny guy, Right, but he's playing this huge cyborg. Um, and we have a little wordless cameo at the
1: end that oh. was clearly supposed to be in a sequel. Yes. Uh, one of the most what the fuck cameos ever. Yeah. Also, quick shout out to Jeff Fahey as Dude, um, as a hitman
0: Jeff Fahey. Uh, this is a great yeah. I'm I'm thankful as Robert Rod- Robert Canada Rodriguez guy. is always a cool guy who will throw a friend a bone. Yeah. And uh yeah, there's a whole league of like hitmen called hunter killers oh, yeah. in the movie. That's why the whole movie brings up all these cool groups and class structures, but it doesn't do it. It does it in a brisk pace mm-hmm. that you're just getting a sense of this universe, and it's a cool universe. So yeah, Jeff Fahey, he's one of these guys hanging out at the Hitman's Bar, yeah. and he has all these cyborg dogs, yes. and he's just sitting there. It's like a cool like Sam West Elliott Western oh, kind of character. So good. And yeah, I'm really glad Robert Rodriguez used yeah. just a quick. Few, uh, few
1: line roll for Jeff Fahey, but yeah, the the ultimate cameo at the end that you were alluding to, yeah. Um, I so this is the big bad guy who's up in the sky. You never see him. He's he's, he's the watcher behind the eyes. Yeah, he's controlling right? the this the cloud city and, and all. The uh, but then I, you see him a little bit at the end with the goggles on. I swear to God, I thought it was Chris Elliott. I was, like, <laughs> I was, like I, I was like, I was like, is that fucking Chris Elliott, <laughs> dude? I, I don't know why, they kind of, like, his... I would have flipped out in the theater. I don't know, I don't know. But I flipped out when I did see who it was at the end. Yeah. Because? I,
0: I thought it was Jeff Daniels, which I oh, guess is... yeah. The, has, the hair and the face shape kind of looked, yeah. uh like... Because we, he's wearing big goggles, so you're seeing, yeah. like, nose and below, and you're seeing, like, hairline. Yeah. But the big, the important part of his face... And after I thought it was Jeff Daniels, I thought it was, like oh, it's probably just totally CGI. And that's why they're not showing the eyes. Yeah. And then you get like this two-second reveal at the very end of the movie. Ah, I'm not even going to say who it is.
1: Right? Let's not. No, not. Let's you not. You should just see Alito. Go see Alita um, for this surprise cameo at the end. It was great. Uh, it's uh, fun. I, it's I a s- fun movie.
0: And I want to say, so I saw this at 3rd Street, our, mm-hmm. little, our little haven. Shout Two out. other people. In the theater. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. We got to end with this story. This is great. And
0: uh, well, there's two parts. Two, uh, two Yeah, I, yeah. There was two interactions with these people. <laughs> so, uh, one guy's like pretty close to the screen, four rows back. This other woman's five rows back of him, and I'm five rows back of her. All right. Kind of tw- in the you're, last you're in the couple back. rows. Yeah. And the movie's starting and the trailers are going, and so I'm looking on my phone and I look back up and the woman few rows in front of me is gone. But I know that they didn't go down the side aisles. It's right. not a huge theater. I would have picked up. Right, you would have noticed. Would have heard moving. rustling. Yeah. And so 20 minutes into the movie, I start hearing snacking <laughs> sounds from about approximately where she was You've at. you would forgotten about her, too. I had totally forgotten about this woman by this <laughs> point, because who cares? And uh, so I start hearing snacking sounds from that area. And so I stand up and kind of look over. This woman is lying across four seats on her side, propped up on an elbow, just just snacking and looking up at the screen.
1: Kind of be an angle for the neck.
0: Yeah, that's got to be tough. But yeah, she had all the armrests pulled up and was just lying across four seats. Wow. Just chilling and snacking.
1: That's crazy. Just getting
0: overly comfortable in in her movie. I guess. I've I've never seen anybody (laughs) lying down across seats. Yeah. So,
1: I mean. Hopefully it was worth it.
0: America, uh, somebody, when I posted this in in the theater on Twitter, somebody says, America is a land of innovation. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got into another wonderful exchange. With somebody,
1: the only other guy in the theater. No
0: no, 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 no. This is so. No, somebody on the Twitter oh, feed on the Twitter, I'm was sorry, like, sorry. was like, so she's just lying across armrests, and I'm like, no, she put the armrests up, obviously. Obviously, and he goes, oh, you're in a theater where the armrests go up. I'm looking around. And <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> <I'm> like. <laughs> what armrest technology like where <laughs> and he says and the guy says oh i'm out in the midwest and he's like we're like the dark ages out here he said he's never been he's my age he's never been in a movie theater where the armrests go up this I was can't believe this was like true. a huge they've got to have no,
1: multiplexes built built within that's the last why i kept talking to
0: there. him because <laughs> i was like I feel like I'm misunderstanding what you're saying. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're we're having a communication. Yeah, like, here. So, and no, so I'm the armrests go up.
0: <laughs> so I was like, so your armrests don't go from horizontal to vertical, like you know, minivan armrests have been doing this for wow. since '87. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Clearly, Seems, your
0: movie right. this is tech movie theater technology that I've been experiencing since the early '90s out here. Clearly, armrests
1: aren't just locked Definitely. in. I mean, it's 2019, <laughs> yeah. right? He, and Definitely, in the last ten years, someone's put in some chairs. And so with that's some what makes me realize how disconnected from the heartland wow. of America I am. Midwesterners, they let st- us know. Yeah, what's your Apparently, armrest situation at yeah. the local theater?
0: I had no. I was shocked. I can't believe that. And so, right. and so then, yes, God leaving bless. Alita, which I loved, sat through the credits because dumb me now is just like oh, we're definitely getting something post-credits here. Oh, yeah. And she's like, Was oh, there? I didn't see No, okay. no, the lights just came on. And then, oh, I will <laughs> say, the woman laying out. down, I swear to you, was sleeping. Oh, I'm sure. Boom. Still it's, working out some kinks. It's hard not to. <laughs> on your innovation, it looks like.
1: I'm sure she was like, I'm tired. I'm just going to lay down. <laughs> yeah. She's...
0: She also did drop one of her snap snack bags at one point. Oh, shit. And I heard an F-bomb. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there going, Yeah looks like that's not the easiest way to watch a movie smart guy (laughs) uh but i also had a wonderful weird so we just watched this whole movie about cyborgs and humans and robots inter you know working uh, together and against each other and uh i'm walking out of the theater with the other uh human that was in the theater with me uh and we both just kind of start chatting like like man that was actually pretty cool and you know he was just like yeah i was kind of skeptical but that really that was really great right and uh as we're walking i realize we're both walking to the bathroom (laughs) and then we keep talking the whole way like as if waiting for the other person to break away and now we both go in there, and then it just made me think of funny human-robot interactions, since I'd just seen oh, that for two hours. Right. When we both at the same time realize, this is the time to stop talking, <laughs> as we both have to empty fluid from our bodies. <laughs> so we're just sit, standing in like separate stalls, just mm, silently. Just like conversation.
1: Yep or just, or were you just finished at that point with the conversation? Well, it we f- we up. finished the
0: conversation then was like, "Now's the time we drain our stuff." Right, that was it. Yeah. Like it's just, and so I'm just sitting there like standing there and it's just like if you put You're things in into robot terms, just like I'm going to stop speaking while I <laughs> while I evacuate my system. That's funny. Cuz <laughs> the whole movie was filled with that kind of cuz all the right. all the robots had human brains. Right. But then they were saying stuff like My arm joints are like, (laughs) so I I got two nice, weird human experience moments wrapped around this excellent robot future story, but totally exceed my expectations. Cool. It's if it's still playing around a second run theater, I'd highly recommend seeing it in the theater. It's a big, vast, expansive and expensive movie that looked really good on the screen definitely would highly recommend Alita so yeah
1: there you go speaking of looking good on the screen yes and james cameron back uh, to jennifer connelly and, <laughs> and uh the the big one the classic movie of the uh, of the episode that we're going to be talking about yes. is uh maybe the maybe the most classic 80s sci-fi after
0: this viewing i think
1: it is the best sci-fi of, movie of all time uh the terminator yeah James Cameron uh, wrote and directed this one, and produced and did mm-hmm. everything else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably did everything else. Um, this is—I uh, mean, it's one of those where it needs no introduction. None. We're talking about Arnold freaking Schwarzenegger. Uh, we're talking about—I
0: mean, this—it's huge. This androids is
1: androids again and uh, robots. The, and, robot and, uh, the robot apocalypse. Robot apocalypse, and uh, unfortunately, no Jennifer Connelly in this one, but we'll get around it. Uh, she would have been. does have a great performance by Linda Hamilton. Yeah, uh, it's got Michael Bean. It's got Lance Henriksen. Um, Dick Miller shows up for a short role. Mm-hmm. It's just a. It's just a. One of the most fun, but also... Um, it's scary. Scary. Um, it yeah. works
0: really well. After So we got, before we get too far, yeah. we did get a chance... How,
1: how did you rediscover the Terminator, yeah. Eric?
0: We got a chance to see it at our local uh, cult cinema night. Absolutely. Uh, they did a double feature of uh, where the Terminator was the second feature. And yeah. it was one of... With these cult nights that we get to do... You get together with 60 other people to do these cool double features and people are there because they love these flicks. And so I've heard a couple people complain that it's a mystery science theater type crowd. I've never had that experience no everyone is the people that tim's love. probably the loudest person tim's the loudest person we know. <laughs> shout out to tim shout out to him i know he's a listener <laughs> the loudest dude he reacts loudly to his movies, volume so can be big he's a boisterous <laughs> dude um but people aren't there cracking working on material right you know they're there because you might get some people like cheering after lines but it's cool Yeah, that's a great way to enjoy a flick. Always had a fun vibe, and that's how this experience of the Terminator was. Like it was people who were excited to see the Terminator, and I'd never seen it on the screen, on the Uh, big screen, on the big screen. And I can honestly say I got more into it than ever before. I've probably seen it three times before this over the last twenty plus years, and this was like the viewing for me. This was like. It was huge. This one, it all became clear. Like, oh, this is my favorite sci-fi movie ever, and one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah, I did. This was the scariest viewing for me. I don't know if I am just a chicken now or what. <laughs> it seems like I am getting scared by more things than I used to, right. which I am kind of excited by. Not- <laughs> well,
1: Arnold is the unstoppable killer yeah. in this movie. That's that's the, that's the classic horror trope. Yeah, you know? and for the
0: first time ever,
1: as I am watching it. It's like, oh, this
0: is my favorite version of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a guy who has no, no morals, right? No soul, he, he, right? He's No soul. Literally. He's just trying to kill a woman, and so yeah, like you said, classic horror trope. For whatever reason, every viewing before now, it never registered as much as much on the horror front for right. me. Uh, it still felt more
1: sci-fi action, whereas obviously the second ones. Sci-fi action. The second one, yeah, and that's the one I grew up watching first. Uh, I had a babysitter same, same that here. let me watch that movie when mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to watch R-rated <laughs> movies. Um, so I had seen Terminator Two probably a dozen times before ever seen the first one. Same. You know? And I same think, experience. I think when you do that, and the the second one is so big with the action sequences. And yeah, every you know, buildings are exploding. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Going, Everything explodes. A
0: lot of bright daylight action too, which right, is right. which was pretty revolutionary. Uh, yeah, it's it, a lot of stuff right out in the open.
1: That the the Terminator is almost a small movie by comparison. Yeah, um, because the Terminator himself is just there's you know aside from maybe the police station and the Tech Noir uh, Club. Yeah, there's not a lot of. In the end, <laughs> we there's not we got of things big, to talk about. There's at some tech there's noir. some great scenes, but. The, but it's mostly him like shooting a gun off camera and then mm-hmm. you know, them running for, for most yeah, of the a movie very, until a, the end.
0: A real major B movie vibe. Like totally. it, it you can tell tons of I mean, obviously, this movie probably influenced more nineties straight to video action flicks than oh, yeah. any flick. The right. first two Terminators. Right. That it has so many iconic moments that you just see in literal dozens of other movies afterwards Mm -hmm. that whole police station scene that we get here it's like that that's what gave john woo a career like holy cow i was watching that so all these comparisons to other movies for whatever reason didn't hit me until this viewing like it must have been the exact right time of my life for me to see this flick yeah because immediately the halloween stuff jumps out and it's probably because we've been watching the halloween movies with the new one that right. just absolutely. came out absolutely and with all the new star wars that have been coming out it made me realize this is like my favorite star wars story because you get michael Bean's character kyle reese sent back as the one
1: man right. that can he's, save humankind, he's the resistance. Yeah, right? he's the rebels. If he's the rebel
0: saving the princess, right? Like the whole movie is Star Wars, and that never hit me before. Mm. And it's probably because we've been seeing all these Star Wars movies the Schwartz last few Vader, years. Very
1: much Vader, more machine than man. Yeah, you know.
0: So all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is the best Star Wars. And then That's all cool. the the John Woo scenes because I've been you know I've seen more Hong Kong action stuff probably since the last time I
1: saw the Terminator. Yeah. So it's just like
0: Jesus,
1: every <laughs> like. Well, and then you can this see where like, Cameron has brought all those things together for yeah. the story. And, yeah, he's, I don't, you know, it's like, how did he do it? I don't know. But he but, had the sense of, and you know that that the uh, cyber skeleton, mm-hmm. um, that unit that at the end, that's like just his original concept. Mm-hmm. I mean, he drew that out and gave that to Stan Winston. Yeah. And Stan Winston just basically built it. And they tried to modify it and... Make it different, and they're like, "No, it's just this is it." Right it here. really
0: added to, like I said, uh, had you ever been scared by it? Did you like?
1: Because
0: because th- I was scared during um, during big parts of this. But-
1: I don't think so, but only because um, again, seeing Arnold as the hero in Terminator, which 2, is so weird that it's almost um, yeah, it's it's definitely one where it's harder to. to go back and see him as the bad guy. I guess maybe because it's like, well, obviously Linda Hamilton lives. Yeah. (laughs) So you, yeah, (laughs) good point. You kind of know how it ends. Um, I think
0: maybe now I'm far enough removed that I'm not as shocked by the role reversal. And I, I, I'll go back to how scary and chilling and why I thought all that thing, because I wanted to ask you, Yeah. I think I brought this up, uh, later, but after, after we'd seen it, uh, has there ever been a movie with such a major role reversal from one movie to the sequel?
1: Oh, yeah, right. Like, suddenly for, you go from Arnold?
0: the most evil murderer ever to, like,
1: the cool hero.
0: Yeah, really. That's quite the face turn that uh, <laughs> between movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, that's like the opposite of, of an Anakin Skywalker if we're doing a, a Star Wars uh, yeah. comparison. Yeah, that's a good question. Has there ever been a... a because it's not like he's playing a different... It's the I mean, same character, it's the same character I, with completely know. different like motivations. Right. And such an easy way to just... Well, they just reprogrammed him. It's yeah, like, that's But a, how smart is it that uh,
0: they established this dark villain? Yeah. And because Arnold himself got so culturally huge between movies... It's like, well, we got nobody will buy Arnold as a bad guy. We need to make him a good guy. How do we do this? Right, like it's a crazy turn of events that you need to rewrite your whole star into the opposite and it works. role, and it works. Yeah, but it is weird going from so many of us our age who were introduced as yeah. the cool good guy hero
1: Terminator. Yeah. Well, and, you know what's interesting? I mean, I uh, I I've, I've watched uh, so I watched this movie about a month ago. Um, for my Laserdisc podcast, actually, yeah, we we're, du- we're double dipping Laserdiscourse. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was going to be playing uh, at the time, but anyways, uh, so I watched this documentary, which basically said the studio wanted to hire Schwarzenegger as Kyle Reese, yeah, for him to play the hero. James Cameron did not want that, so which James is so. Cameron wanted to basically the story was he he went he he was going to meet Arnold for a lunch and then start a fight with him. And get into like a fight and so that Arnold would quit. Oh. Because wow. he because he couldn't fire him. <laughs> yeah. And then uh but then when he sat down, Arnold wanted to play the Terminator, not the hero. Oh. And uh so, such a they happy were, turn of events. They were going to have Lance Henriksen was originally gonna be the Terminator. Mm-hmm. And uh then when arnold wanted to play him they were like all right well lance you're going to now have to we'll uh, make you a you'll be the detective top guy yeah, you'll be in a couple of scenes which
0: we should say it's a great it's a great K- henrikson yeah. part but yeah. but he also would have been good as a terminator as He's hard great. as that is to picture yeah, cuz yeah. arnold's so iconic henrikson would have given it a different like grittier it would have hit like quality. the idea was
1: that he was supposed to kind of blend in and, and mm-hmm. hide in the shadows, which obviously Arnold does not do that. No, but uh, <laughs> Henriksen, has, Henriksen has a good face for know, like a like steely that, killer. I was thinking because it's set in L.A. So it almost does make sense to make like your bad guy, the supermodel guy that could blend in with the tech. Oh, with the, uh,
0: yeah. With the other good looking yeah, no, uh, club
1: scene. Club scene. Anyways. Well, I love that the studios.
0: I'm sure there's plenty of times where the studios, quote, get it right when they're dealing with directors and producers. I bet they've saved some bad ideas. Right. But the idea that they're so clueless that, like, we should make our hero this hulking man monster who is, like, the biggest dude, like, what an, what idiot. Like,
1: if, if he was Kyle Reese and Lance Henriksen was the Terminator, he would just he go like right after it. The, yeah, yeah, like, He would holy... just go and, like, rip the Terminator's head off and you would be done. <laughs> yeah. Because you're Arnold.
0: Where so many of those straight-to-video 90s action movies that, were low-budget Terminators, like, they always had a jacked, no-name dude. Yeah. Kyle Reese, Michael Biehn, isn't a jacked dude. He's, like, a lean, scrappy guy because the humans have been mostly starving Mm -hmm. in where he's from, which is the... So he's vulnerable. He's a guy who seems like he might not get the job done. Like, this is their chance, and he's the best they got, and it might not happen. Right. Because Arnold looks... Why would you make the hero look way more imposing like god cameron a different world luckily cameron understood exactly the movie he was making right and so to get into the parts that uh, i thought were so scary and so chilling yes was it all of michael Bean's kind of dark monologues i thought really framed it in a way that really made like the outcome super important to me in the moment that you know, the scene where he's yelling at the police station at the people like you go, you don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Like this is what he does. This is all he does. And that's when it started like that was that's when yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is Halloween. But with a better explanation of why this guy is a monster. Yeah. Like he doesn't have a soul. He does. He
1: doesn't know what evil is. He just has a mission to kill. Do you think if you were from the future and an unstoppable cyborgs after you, and you get arrested by past cops, mm-hmm. and you're trying to convince them to let you go, that you yell and scream like yeah. a maniac well, about that's the, the Terminator that's, being real? So it's <laughs> or like, mate, like, I'm happy
0: you brought that up because that's part of what's so scary to me. Because yeah. the movie has a very Hitchcock element where this guy is. Telling a completely unbelievable story Hmm. when he needs nothing more for these people to be convinced by his story. Hitchcock's filled with wrongly convicted men who the more desperate they scramble to explain themselves, the more guilty they come off. Yeah. You know, even though they're innocent, every it's so horrifying because they sound guilty and the truth sounds like a crazy lie. And so Kyle Reese is in this position where... It sounds ridiculous, but time is running out. Mm. So you're getting more desperate, and you're panicking. And the more panicking you sound, the more people are like, this guy's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, we're never letting this guy out.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I, I, and I that's
0: scary me. That made yeah. That made my heart race, like mm. seeing that play out, because you realize, oh, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. Like, like nobody yeah. would be like, well, let's give this guy a shot.
1: Well, no, but I, I figure if if you're Kyle Reese, maybe someone gave you some training before you go back in time, like, by the way, if you tell people you're from the future, they'll think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. They sent him through like a training like, course yeah, of like figured, how to like, fit in. Like, let's come up with an alibi, like why you don't have any clothes or identification. <laughs> well, that's what I kind of that's what I think added to the
0: the tension for me for the movie is that everything felt rushed. They felt they had to send this guy back unprepared. Totally. He had That's to true, yeah. he had to run to desperately find where she's at cuz he's already working behind time compared true. to the Terminator. Terminator has a head start. Right,
1: I yeah, I guess I never thought about that where they don't they didn't have like a 6 month prep in yeah. the future to like uh plan the this. The robots out. figured like,
0: this technology
1: out and it's there. Oh, it's like they even like uh they find it uh-huh. and they yeah, The I, humans I remember, destroy right, this is like like they find it in a battle. This basically.
0: is basically the robots Hail Mary. Yeah, They need to kill one woman, and this is the only chance they have. And so the humans are, like, running behind them trying to catch up. Right, right. And so that added, that means the whole thing was two hours of hitting the ground running to the very end. Like, it felt like a freaking exhausting battle Yeah, that happens over, like, one day you know yeah, it's, it's it's very nuts. much in
1: real time or if it has that feeling yeah and so
0: that whole time that's when once i realized oh geez, this is halloween and there's another great monologue that really hit me and michael bean's not a guy i think of when i think of like who's a good actor who's a, who's a good yeah who's he's good a guy delivering who, the long monologues yeah, who's a he's a guy who looking back is like owes james cameron his life like in mo- i mean al- sure a lot of people a- do. yeah <laughs> aliens terminator and the abyss like right god damn that is a three-peat that ran for six years for this dude like yeah. that is three iconic sci-fi flicks that this guy was like the main
1: your I'm main sure. source for it's probably one of those where the they main just got male. along and uh mm-hmm. but beans, this great. guy's dependable
0: and so bean's
1: but he, he's so internal, like he's like um yeah, he just plays it so uh like a soldier would, like uh-huh. keeping things close to the chest and He's
0: a guy who's he's been in the shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and now he's uh sent back right. before he was born. Doesn't he even have like uh where he like wakes up from nightmares and stuff uh-huh. in the in the That's
0: how that's how the movie PTSD It's a good way on. to include the flashbacks in a movie yeah. is have your character having nightmares. It's a smart way to show how a, shook he is, another trope, right? and gets yeah. you into what he was going through. But that one scene with it's a like you said, it's an in, he's an internal guy, and so a lot of these monologues are quiet.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, they're quiet they're and like seething. Night and, and, and yeah, hiding under the freeway. Totally, whatever, yeah. Uh, and it's when he's talking, to her like, you know, this guy. It, it, the specific line that hit me was, "This guy can't be reasoned with." Mm-hmm. like that's not what this is it's just like oh geez he's just like a moving forward tank that you can't stop like and it, it's starting to be like oh yeah these everybody's screwed everybody's screwed <laughs> this is this is affecting me and it was so fun watching it in the theater because you can hear the room getting that same buzz mm. and getting more into linda hamilton it's a great one movie character turn.
1: Yeah, she, she goes from a you know a waitress. She's a character who actually changes. Yeah, the course of a movie, which I feel like you really don't see enough. <laughs> of...
0: But it's a and it's such a quick and believable jump. You can see each step of her transport transformation into hero, mm-hmm. which the whole movie is her getting explained to her that she's the hero and her not seeing how that's possible at right. all so that's another thing that was like this is Star Wars this is so Star Wars Absolutely, it's, and it was a yeah. Star Wars that I've never gotten into anymore like this is the most I've been into the Star Wars saga story and it's not <laughs> a Star Wars <laughs> movie but that's how good I thought this movie was on several different levels there's a couple of things yep. that I'd like to talk about please that some are sp- some specifics some specifics I first want to talk about well, we're going to get to techno technoir. technoir Because we got some...
1: The coolest think, club in Los Angeles.
0: I don't, now I'm thinking that you might not remember this conversation for one reason or another. <laughs> <laughs> when we uh, griped about Tech technoir for like 20 minutes on the phone.
1: I remember talking about it, but I don't remember what I griped about.
0: Well, I'll ha- I have my specific gripe. Okay. Maybe that I'll I remember. thought was a funny remember detail. remember my
1: gripe when you uh, tell me yours.
0: And then uh, I want to talk about how... So Kyle Reese, Yeah. as the movie goes on, it becomes apparent that he still somehow isn't realizing that he's the guy <laughs> who gets to be with Sarah Cotter. And it's like, at, did it not cross your mind that you were at least in the running? Right. Like you were the one human sent back. Right. And you were the one human from the future who had a picture of Sarah Connor. That's a big coincidence right then.
1: And you know the one reason to save her is that so she can have a child. Yeah. And she doesn't currently have a child or is pregnant with a child. So you know it has to happen so it soon. It hasn't happened yet. Because you know the son and you know how old he is. Oh, yeah. He should be able to do that do that math.
0: So, you think yeah, doing the math, even if he didn't know right away and it wasn't told to him, you think during the the trip he would have been like, "Huh, you know, this does kind of match up <laughs> to me." So, you know, even if he didn't even if he didn't want to go in cocky, right. Like, yeah, this is definitely me. <laughs> like, you know, hedge your bets a little, don't put your eggs in one basket, but at least he would have been like, "I got to have a shot. Like, this the math checks out. I have to be because otherwise he he's just, come he was just too busy saving and yeah. s- saving her blood. the whole time he comes off like it's not even an option yeah and he's like did he just think that she hooks up with some dude named Gary like a right. week later after he saves her the world i figure yeah. And, yeah and also he's going back to save her so you have to think like man if i pull this off
1: that's got to increase my chances yeah but maybe he was like uh You know, like the one thing he's thinking when he goes back is, "Don't fuck her, don't fuck her, don't fuck her." her." (laughs) This is your friend's mom, dude. Don't do this, man. Don't do this, man. It's not cool. She's gonna be young, but you know, he saw Back to the Future. You know, before the apocalypse, he knows
0: even after they have sex, (laughs) it's still not getting to him that he could be the dad. He's just like, Phew, glad I got to get in that hey. before a uh, future of the future really, husband yeah. of the free world
1: uh, got um, in there. He didn't expect to fall in love with her, you know. No, he did though. Oh, <laughs> he okay. was in love with oh, her. Oh, I guess that's true. He was already. He was her.
0: really hoping to be in love with her. Oh man! But it
1: wasn't crossing his mind.
0: He literally thought like, Phew, "Don't know who the dad's gonna be, but I'm <laughs> glad." Uh, He's
1: one lucky fellow. Glad I got a <laughs>
0: shot at this.
1: <laughs> no, it's you.
0: The only thing oh, I can think of is he weird. immediately got out of his head because he's like, oh, I'm like four years younger than John Connor. That's another weird thing. That's weird. It's very clear that he was born because when she asked what time he was from, he said, oh, I was born just a few years after this. Yeah, yeah. So that means he's like at least three years younger than John Connor. So maybe he was like, well, obviously I'm not the I dad. I think it's
1: a thing in in uh, where they, they make a point of. Maybe in two or later, where they say that she never tells him who the dad is, right? Yeah, I, th-
0: it, I think
1: that she never tells John Connor who. I think that, that feels kind of
0: retconned, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it feels like, oh, we got got to tie that that. Because loose if I, I had,
1: if I had this happen to me as Linda Hamilton, and then I bear the son, that's mm-hmm. the first thing I'm telling that kid was like, yeah, like your dad came back in time, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know she obviously raises john connor to know about she, yeah the she robot apocalypse. she's honest with him she, about the apocalypse She trains him you know and, why keep the dad a secret yeah. <laughs> your dad's a cool dude it's not like he's a deadbeat i mean his name's kyle but you yeah know, cool. yeah
0: but it's a cool yeah. kyle yeah. yeah but like yeah why wouldn't you want your kid to know it, would it be just because, like, look, well, then, in the future, you're going to meet your dad, yeah. and uh, he's going to be younger than you. It's not it's going to be weird. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Uh, but
1: time travels, you can't have a time travel movie without something weird like that
0: happening. Yeah, the, I always get immediately lost. has some not have some, like, my sexual hang-up
1: when we do time travel I know. in a movie.
0: My brain can't wrap <laughs> my head around, like, I get lost one, one trip in. Right. I'm just like, wait a minute, if he's going back then, then what if that, like... If if we go one more layer than that, I'm
1: like, well, I'm just gonna take their word for all this stuff. Right. I'm sure it checks out. But, but it's th- like even in the uh, <laughs> in like a Star Trek four we saw where they time travel. He has to, you know, he has to have that one lady who, you know, they yeah. like each other, and then he brings her back to the future. And yeah, uh, you know, yeah, come on, have one time travel movie where there's not like boners going off <laughs> inappropriately. Star
0: Trek four is great because it ends with her flat out rejecting Shatner.
1: That's true. Like he, she's like, I came he for the whales, He shoots his
0: actually. shot after saving humanity, and then she's like, no, I'm pretty much just into biology. <laughs> so, uh, just into whales. Just, just here for the whales. That's what I went to school for, yeah. and I kind of want to focus it's on cool, my career. It's cool
1: that I'm now 500 years in the future, but I'm really just sticking yeah. to these Look, whales.
0: We had a fun experience together. Yeah, they had a good but time. But now I time. have to get back to he, work, yeah. Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> but I I really liked the the bond that formed between Kyle and Sarah. Yes. And I thought that's why I, the movie works so well because you're on such a limited schedule that mm-hmm. everything has to happen so quick and but it manages to dive into what all these characters are and who they're going to be. Right. And you buy that after all the stuff that Kyle and Sarah go through together in such a short time, you get that they would have this respite and immediate affection for each other like it felt real the chemistry oh, felt yeah. good between them
1: and this is yeah this is that example of of the the love story helping the movie mm-hmm. where i think alita the love story hurts the movie the love story is just, is something you can overlook because
0: of how good Alita. i really loved alita and her openness in the love stories it was the yeah. it was the boy it yeah. was just like I just yeah it was just like dude anything. robot girls fall for any hump yeah he was like just this, this, the first who's this guy she mook met? that uh like, yeah, the first guy she bumps into, and uh he's
1: he's Anyways. like a total doof, but uh, yeah, this movie is is, <laughs> but is this a movie, good you get story. it, and you know, I heard um when this movie came out that obviously they didn't market this movie to women at all, Mm-mm. because it's a straight action movie as they see it, but um you know, they found a uh, they found the female audience, and um well, you know, James Cameron is just so great with always having the strong female character, yeah. Every every one of these TNA movies, which is uh, funny that so many women, even, even hate, Jamie Lee Curtis him. in in True Lies, you know, yeah. is a. Is, uh... She, she does, she does the same do. kind of
0: Sarah Connor she does switch a transformation. in that she's like oh, yeah. a total a spy weenie end. housewife yeah. who is transformed into a spy. That was yeah. like my dad's favorite movie, by the way. Oh, I love True my Lies. My dad's favorite okay. movie for 10 years was Romancing the Stone. Holy and cow, then that was that's... supplanted for True Lies. Oh, that man. feels like a good solid dad double like right there. I
1: feel like my dad... Watched *Romancing the Stone* several times when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah, like it, it feels I like a strong on, dad flick. Although maybe that was just like the one movie TNT played. In well, the that late 80s well that helped.
0: That yeah, helped. Uh, that's how the dad saw it so much. It was like <laughs> it was like the dad see *Romancing the Stone* and *Tremors*. And the dad oh, yeah. and then dads are tremors. like because they were constantly on TV, all dads it was like love these are my movies now. <laughs> these are all I see.
1: Every every American man in his fifties loves fucking tremors. Yeah.
0: And so the funny thing about I want I'm glad there's two things that you brought up that I wouldn't have thought to say. Uh, also realizing during for, yeah. yeah, baby. <laughs> also realizing during Terminator, now that we're talking about dad movies, is oh, yeah. dads love terminator the visual leather jacket sunglasses crew cut dads i think mostly forgot the time they saw the terminator i think dad's love of terminator extends to saying occasionally i'll be back when they're like going to the bathroom right but they've forgotten every (laughs) bit of context of where the reference is from it's just like oh dad made a stupid terminator joke in a restaurant right
1: that's it's, that's all schwarzenegger is now it's like a dad joke basically.
0: yeah and so i think that's what dads are like hey look i'm wearing this I leather mean, i love
1: arnold schwarzenegger that, that was i didn't mean that uh, I, that came yeah, out wrong no i get it it's like how my dad still says all righty then <laughs> yeah. right you know it's like yeah how?
0: you looking at me they've never <laughs> seen taxi driver in like 40 years but they've heard this reference from yeah. every other source yeah. so yeah all righty then you're like God damn it, Dad. We saw Ace Ventura one time, time 24 years ago. And it was uncomfortable. Just Yeah, yeah. It was weird. I didn't like when my grandpa took me to When Nature Calls, but it happened. Exactly. And we lived through it, and I liked it now. Aww. It was weird at the time, but now my grandpa's not here. It it made the weirdness of, like, oh, my poor, my poor freaking grandpa watching, watching Jim Carrey pooped out of a rhino. Like, God, what am I doing to him? What is he going to think of human? Kids. Um, so I'm loving, <laughs> I'm loving seeing this Terminator, how much of a weird dad caricature it's become. So my friend Marsha uh, from college, her stepdad, she sent me these pictures very recently after I saw the Terminator. And uh, and then she watched it again, too, because she hadn't seen it in years. Yeah. She sent me a picture. Apparently her stepdad has his pest control business. Oh. And man. he... Took a series of shots for uh-huh. his website, with him in a leather jacket and sunglasses, as the Pest Terminator. Absolutely. It's like that's what the Wait, Terminator that was the name he that came up it? with. That was it. Well, uh, <laughs> it wasn't like it could have just be been. It might not have even had a name. It just could have been something. him in a photo wearing the well, yeah, of saying like, "You know, I'll be back Hasta for the least bugs." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was literally that. Kind of thing, and she said she sent I me a, a couple of cool shots, yeah, of him. It's just like, that's how do you know the debt? Da- I guarantee if you ask any dad, hey, uh, what was the plot of the Terminator? They're like, <laughs> uh, like I don't know, Arnold uh, had a bike, uh, like a cool <laughs> chopper.
1: <laughs> yeah like no
0: that song it was no bad to the, the bone in one. the turn ter- <laughs> uh i know
1: soundtrack in this one is a great pulsing, it is uh another uh, thing i'm glad you got soundtrack i
0: think my f- brad fidel's score track uh, 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 uh score to to the terminator i think it is the best sci-fi score i think mm. it's up there with the best john carpenter synth scores uh his his soundtrack was so good it was not it helped the action always yeah. you know it had that you know doo, 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 yep. do, like that pulsing fast like craftwork carpenter I, I, sound. I was gonna say another kind of carpenter mm-hmm. yeah. but the tender moments and the softer parts framed everything really well totally I think it is I think this is the best sci-fi movie and the best sci-fi score there you so go. flat out with like escape from New York is another great sci-fi oh, definitely. score definitely but uh this movie was just so powerful so you brought up how this movie wasn't marketed to women mm-hmm. but it's such a strong woman character right and cameron obviously jeez, we'll go on to do that god yeah, this is i mean this women. is
1: basically his first movie uh-huh uh as a writer director um mag, you know, my god you know he for, had, for he had done some clip. special effects mm-hmm. uh, on stuff before this but uh yeah he goes from basically model maker to art director in a movie you know like i think it was like piranha 2 or yeah something, right uh, and, and then, then yeah, and then it's, like, writes the best script that he was, like, the script is so good, you have to let me direct it. Yeah. And everyone talked his but yeah so, talked his way into this. This is his, yeah, first big go-around. So,
0: I, uh, in college, I took a philosophy class that had, that also dealt with uh, movies. hmm And some woman shared a story, and I'd never thought of the movie in this way. Uh, so, I was super thinking about it this way just because I've, ne- I've always thought of this story ever since where this woman shared. So it was kind of like a therapy experience, but also with how we relate emotionally to movies. Right. It's really cool. Really helped. Uh, now that I, looking back, it really opened up how I look at film. Right. Just it really helped me connect in different ways to movies. And I was nineteen, twenty. you know, mm-hmm. so it was a good
1: time to, to feel this. It's a good way to like look at something with the critical eye. Uh-huh. And, it really know, helped. It uh, level. Yeah, it yeah. really helped my movie fandom and
0: love for the movies. And totally. this woman shared a story about her being in a relationship with a guy that she didn't want to be in anymore. And she kind of happened to see this movie while she was stuck in this relationship. And she found herself watching it kind of more and more. And so suddenly this is the movie that she had watched, you know, 15 times Mm. in a few months because she was and she didn't realize this when she started watching it. She just thought she was really liking the movie. And she's like, oh, man, I just keep feeling like watching this movie. And then she started realizing that she was using it as inspiration to get away from this toxic relationship with a guy. Mm. And the whole movie is that the whole movie is this girl telling this guy, dude back off like (laughs) stop it like you are too aggressive with this like terminator is a this guy's a real jerk (laughs) and uh i'd never thought of it as like obviously it's a women a powerful woman's story but it was cool hearing this firsthand story related experience of like getting away from this abusive man. And the right. woman didn't even say he was an abuser. It was just a bad relationship right. that she right.
1: was having trouble you know, So the to ruin this guy's life basically. No, the ter- <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. Basically this guy, guy this the was like, "You know what? You know what?
0: <laughs> my guy this guy. My guy was an asshole the other day. <laughs> "No what? That was like one thing." No, uh but so it was cool and then it's that is cool it's so it's impossible for me to not see this in feel that and i felt it stronger than ever this time it's such a good and i think it hinges on what we've been talking a lot on the podcast lately there's a lot of cool genre women's roles recently a lot of strong women and characters just in the last three months we've talked about halloween bumblebee you know, Alita, even. Yeah. You can say, like, a lot of strong women. And so seeing
1: Captain Linda, Marvel now is out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: It's... it's pretty cool to see. And it's kind of getting nailed a lot. Like, these are home runs for me. Mm-hmm. And so seeing Hamilton here was just crushing it. Like, nice. it was such a great role. Such a cool movie. It's, I've always liked it and loved it, even. This is, it rocketed up into, like, top 10 all-time favorites with this viewing it just ages so well yeah also what we talked about in the car on the way over here that every awful thing predicted by this movie we're well on track for the <laughs> exact same shit to happen just exactly. like technology is advancing so fast and pretty soon and fast suddenly the robots just got smart and took over and the robot apocalypse movie is in 2029 and it's like 10 years yep yeah yep. we'll nail that
1: Exactly. We'll be able to hit that. I mean, I don't think they're going to look like the uh, cyborgs in the movie. No. They'll but, be worse. Uh, they'll look like the dr- they'll look like the airships and uh-huh. the drones and the chairs sure. that you see in those crazy sequences, uh, the, the yep. post-apocalyptic sequences that they yeah, show you. it's
0: the most real. Like, that one is as real for me as any of these virus outbreak movies. Just like, right. oh, yeah, that's how it's going to happen. But now that every other week you hear about advances in technology— and all the people are just making the same mistakes that Terminator made in
1: 35 years ago. Yep. Just like, yep, it's going to happen. <laughs> Robot Apocalypse is on its way. Well, it's almost like there's two ways we can go. We can either go dystopian sci-fi future mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. there is a city, but we're all basically... Uh, you know, the low class. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, there's, which is which is what's happening. There's no middle class anymore, uh-huh. right? We're already getting there. So we're already we're bes- in a foot race and to see else which in end the ivory of times is happening. Or the, you know, the city in the sky, <laughs> yeah. or it's just going to be complete leveled cities, uh-huh. and uh, the machines are cleaning us up yeah. because we proved to be a threat to the artificial intelligence. Either we, of those things. To go to the military,
0: we're, we're right there. So yeah, it's
1: fun. It's a fun. Time. It's great. Those are it. The- Place your bets. I've often thought, you know, it's 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 gonna be cool to see the end of the world. Not everyone <laughs> is gonna get that chance, you know. Yeah, most just people think. just die in a hospitals or in their yeah. bed. We're, we're gonna, gonna be see like, the end of Whoa! days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what. Yeah, <laughs> they were right. They were. Yeah, yeah. I love it. If it's not a. If it's not a. Earthquake can't. that's going to send the tidal wave in, or the asteroid that's going to hit us. It'll be yeah, it'll yeah. be It'll be some, District Nine style. Like there's
0: some sci-fi movie that we're going to be like. Turns out it was, it was blank. Exactly. One of those is going to be the winner. One of that's, those predicted the future
1: exactly correct. We don't know which one it was. That'll be the last Buzzfeed article ever published before the internet goes dark. Yeah, like the movie that actually turned out to be true. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be.
0: It's gonna be like. Turns out it was Back to the Future Three.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, that's
0: weird. <laughs> Apparently, we're living concurrently with the Wild West. That happened. Cool. Happened. Cool. Back to the Future Three. You win. Uh, it's gonna be some. You know, we'll, we'll hope for a cool one,
1: but. It's gonna. It's I gonna hope suck. for a cool one, man. You know, it's the suck. problem is we're gonna run out of gas before it can be Mad Max. Yeah, you know, so it's which is be... probably good. I would. Yeah.
0: Uh, the 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 real drag about the end of the world is a good ninety percent of the scenarios. I personally am fucked. <laughs> like I am not going to do well in most of these predicted societies. You don't think you've got the alpha
1: uh, instinct?
0: I'm I'm I'd get uh, killed pretty quick in a zombie outbreak or Mad Max scenario. Totally. And I don't have carpenter or medical skills for a dystopian society. <laughs> so I'll be like we're like, well, I'm a, an accountant. I'm good with numbers. They're like, our money system is
1: no longer of importance right. to us. Like, oh, well. Right. Uh, we fight for things can, instead of bargaining. I can
0: tell jokes, kind of, I guess. But yeah. they aren't really formed. They're just kind of <laughs> conversational. Oh, that's no use for well, that, Well, in the really.
1: post-apocalyptic yeah, world, there's really not going to be any need for a guy that thinks about movies in a philosophical yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty
0: tough uh, for my current skill set <laughs> to find employment. So I none of you these scenarios me. work yeah. <laughs> great for me. Oh, man. So I'm not as excited for End of Days, personally. Yeah. So, well, yeah. But Terminator is, I, 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 you can challenge me. Anybody out there, if there's a better sci-fi movie. Bring it on. I think it's the best Halloween, the best Star Wars, the best John Woo picture. It's the best of all of those things all at once. So I defy Tough you. Tough talk. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge it, anyone. If yeah. there's a better sci-fi score, challenge that. But you're I gonna have to best. give us a reason, guys. Yeah. Don't, don't just, just don't just leave a comment. Don't just yeah. Because say we're wrong. Because look, I know Blade Runner. I'll acknowledge Blade Runner is probably what I view as the closest competitor Blade for Runner's best sci-fi. Be there, right? Yeah. But other than that, Children of Men. Children they, of I, I would. There's strong up. contenders. I'm not saying it's a okay. guaranteed slam dunk win strange days no <laughs> just Coming up with <laughs> all <animal> right one. <laughs> strange days is actually pretty cool it's but cool. It's but cool. uh uh so yeah i'm just saying for me right now right this moment it's the terminator if anybody's
1: got their own i'd love to hear it i'd love to hear the argument all right you heard it here guys we're Challenge. uh we're gonna leave it there yeah and it has it has come to this it has come to this the ending <laughs> <laughs> it's it. it's here uh thanks for joining us we'll talk to you soon thank you come back for more